Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ali Roman Show. Why does the Republic of Ireland use uh, euros and not the British pound? Well, the obvious reason is that the Republic of Ireland is part of the European Union and not part of the United Kingdom. But we know that in the 1990s, a lot of these European countries were not using the euro. They were using their own local currency. So what was the Irish currency in the Republic of Ireland before it adopted the euro? Just like Greece was using the drachma, and there was the uh, the pesos of Spain. What did Ireland use? The Republic of Ireland. They used the Irish pound. So let's take a look at that. And that's interesting. It's an interesting topic because uh, Scotland has had a referendum over the past ten years. A couple of them. 2014, there was a referendum about uh, whether Scotland would uh, become independent of the United Kingdom, particularly given that. The United Kingdom has distanced itself from the European Union. There are questions about whether Scotland would like to become independent and then join the European Union, uh, which would put it on a similar political standing as the Republic of Ireland, a region that was formerly part of the United Kingdom. Uh, in the case of the Republic of Ireland, that was until the 1920s. Before the 1920s, there was something called the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Ireland, which is all of Ireland. Um, after the 1920s, it was the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. And by the 2000s, the Republic, the Republic of Ireland was using uh, the euro. Before that, the Irish pound. So if Scotland becomes independent of the United Kingdom, which looks very unlikely, um, there are dis dis debates about lessons that they would like to learn potentially from the Republic of Ireland as it moved in the, 19, in the 2000s from the Irish pound to the euro. So what is the Irish pound? This is a little Wikipedia article on the Irish pound. It says here the Irish pound was the currency of the Republic of Ireland until 2002. That's very recent. The Irish pound was replaced by the euro uh, in 1999. I remember in the late 90s when these two currencies were um, not in Ireland, but in other parts of Europe, the euro was starting to intermingle with the old currencies. Euro currency did not begin circulation until the beginning of 2022. Sorry, 2002. The, it says here the earliest Irish coinage was introduced in the late 10th century. All right, let's go down here. Um, let's go up to, let's go up, let's move to the 1970s. 1970s, um, Ireland. Oh, yeah, so here's an interesting aspect of this story here. The Irish pound was actually pegged to um, the British pound, which is kind of interesting. Um, here it says here, despite not being legal tender, this is late 1970s, 79 to 99. Um, until 1986, all decimals of all Irish coins were the same shape and size as their UK counterparts. If we go down here, and despite not being legal tender, British sterling coins of the same shape and size were customarily accepted in Ireland at the time of the replacement with the euro. So interesting. Um, I remember being in the Republic of Ireland and trying to give someone a British pound by mistake, and they said we only take euros. Uh, interesting. So although the euro became the currency of the eurozone, including Ireland, on, uh, in, on January 1st, 1999, wasn't until three years later, 2002, that the state began to withdraw Irish pounds, pound coins and notes, replacing them with euro notes. Um, so this story about pegging the Irish, so the, the story about pegging the Irish um, 
pound with the British pound. Let's see if the word pegging comes up here. Here, uh, in uh, 1927, um, the Irish pound, from, continu from continuing to use sterling after its independence in 1922, the new Irish Free State, which later became the Republic of Ireland, introduced its own currency from 1928. The new Free State pound was defined by the 1927 Act to have exactly the same weight and fineness of gold as did the sovereign at the time. Meaning, oddly phrased sentence, it means that this means that uh, the Irish pound was basically pegged one to one with the um, British sterling. So the British pound and the Irish pound basically became um, uh, the same value. So if the, if the British pound increased in value or decreased in value in comparison with, say, the US dollar, the Irish pound was pegged to move with it. So this is relevant to the story of um, independent Scotland because a potential, potentially independent Scotland, which looks unlikely, um, uh, they are looking to the history of Ireland, Republic of Ireland to understand the question of whether the new Scottish pound would be pegged to the British pound or what, or would it be pegged to the euro. And independent Scotland would keep the pound and move to its own currency when the time is right. So the claim here is that uh, those who appear to be pushing for an independent Scotland, they're warning people that they're telling people not to be too worried because um, this move will be done in a, quote, careful and responsible phased way. The first minister said, um, foreign minister, so foreign minister Nicola Sturgeon said, Scotland continue to use the pound sterling while the Scottish pound is introduced in a careful. All right. Let's take a look here. Um, Nicola Sturgeon. All right, they're writing as though Scotland has is has become independent um, of the UK, but Scotland is not independent of the UK, and as far as I know, is not heading towards independence. Um, let's take a look here. Scottish independence. Will there be a second referendum? So it, it would the discussion was kind of reopened um, at the time of for for Brexit because of Brexit it was here Scottish independence nineteenth of October two thousand twenty three proposed as a date for referendum so there was kind of a new discussion about it because part, uh, some Scottish people did not want to be part of the whole Brexit um, move away from the EU. This is two months ago. Scotland's first minister, less less than two months ago, has proposed 19th of October, 2023, as the date for another referendum on independence. Nicola Sturgeon said the question would be the same as in the last referendum 10 years ago. Should Scotland be independent? Ms. Sturgeon has written to Prime Minister Boris Johnson, saying she remains ready to negotiate the formal consent for the vote to be held. Okay, this is 2022. So this is, a, I was wondering why they're saying Boris Johnson. This is a year and a half ago. She's written to Boris Johnson saying uh, she remains ready to negotiate the formal consent for the vote to be held. She stressed such and such. Any referendum would be lawful without dispute, etc., etc. In any case, um, also last year, October of 2022, she's talking about what the currency would look like. And so if we look up Ireland here, an independent would look Scotland would look to join the EU, remain within the common travel area with the UK and Ireland, 
and join the EU's Schengen Free Movement Area. All right, let's look at this other article. This is from this is from ten years ago. Let's look at a new, a more recent one. What can we learn from across the Irish Sea? This is 2021. A frustrating aspect of debates about the economics of independence is their tendency to be insular. The popularity of different party policies, Scotland's current implied fiscal position. This is poor writing, by the way. All right, what we're looking for is some key sentences here. So let's look up Ireland, Irish. Irish economic history is uniquely intertwined with wider, wider historical events from the 19th century, Great Famine through to the establishment of the Irish Free State and the Troubles. Blah, 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 blah. Moving down. On many measures, average Irish levels of economic prosperity today are higher than the UK. But Irish living standards, okay, I was going to say, how is that true? Because Irish living standards with um, high, uh, extremely high um, cost of housing is making a lot of people from the Republic of Ireland move abroad even to like places like Dubai, which are also expensive, but Irish and also Australia and New Zealand, but Irish living standards fell far below those in the UK during the first few decades of independence. Indeed, they only returned to their pre-independence position relative to the UK, UK around 1980. Second, currency involves hard choices from independence and for nearly 60 years, the Irish pound was pegged to sterling. This brought stability, something of value in the early years, but it also brought challenges, including monetary policies not aligned with the conditions across the Irish Sea. While the link was st with sterling was ultimately broken, Ireland continues to, ha continues to trade off an independent monetary policy for closer economic links with a large neighbor, the EU. All right, um, too much wordy writing here. Even now, the UK remains the main destination for, destination for Irish agricultural products with thousands of jobs at risk because of Brexit. Let's look at what the comments have to say. Uh, someone writes, yep, the EU is gunning for a level playing field with Corp. Ireland, the country where you have to pay 45 pounds to visit a doctor. All right, these comments are not helpful. The outcome being, though, that um, the Irish pound was abandoned in favor, which was originally pegged to the British pound, was abandoned in the early 2000s for um, the euro. And Scotland... Um, those in favor of an independent Scotland are wondering whether a new Scottish currency will be pegged to the British pound or will it be pegged to the euro or will they just adopt the euro altogether. Now, let's go back to this question, Scotland referendum independence. Is this even happening? I believe it isn't, but let's see what they wrote, what they've written here. Let's write Rishi Sunak because he's the latest prime minister to get a more recent article. The SNP remains the dominant party in Scotland. Um, here you go. What does Rishi Sunak say as the prime minister? Rishi Sunak says no to a new Scotland independence demand. The UK government appears determined to block the new Scottish leadership from holding a new independence referendum. UK prime minister uh, Rishi Sunak rejected new Scottish first minister Hamza Yousaf's call for a new independence referendum on Monday right after the former health secretary became the Scottish National Party new leader and Nicola Sturgeon's successor. Um, interesting, he's the first minister from an ethnic minority and the first Muslim to become the leader of a major political party in the UK. He promised to work together with his rival candidates saying, we will be the team. 
We will be the generation that delivers independence for Scotland, but Yusuf is facing an uphill battle as a new independence referendum is unlikely to happen with the UK's government, with the UK government's declared opposition and stagnating support for the cause among Scottish voters. So Scottish voters are not supporting this anymore as much as they used to. In his victory speech on Monday, Yusuf said to those in Scotland who don't quite yet share the, that passion that I do for independence, I will aim to earn your trust by continuing to ensure that we govern well and focus on the priorities that matter to all of us. Yusuf will also be Scotland's youngest leader ever, has vowed to continue Sturgeon's policies, including fighting back the UK government's block of this gender recognition bill and bolstering what many have raised concerns over his lack of charisma. What is, he's fighting back the UK government's block of this gender recognition bill. What is this recognition bill of curiosity? It is kind of interesting that people who have heritage in the former colonies of the British Empire are now um, in positions of political leadership. And I would think that the cultural dimensions don't necessarily resonate in the same way for them personally um, when it comes to how they feel about Scottish history or Irish history. On the other hand, maybe they do. Uh, if you look at Americans who are um, not of European or African heritage, um, sometimes stories about and if they're not of Native American heritage, sometimes stories about Native American heritage resonate quite strongly with them. All right, let's look at The Guardian. Scottish court rules UK government veto of gender recognition bill, bill was lawful. I don't even know what the gender recognition bill was. All right, let's come back to it.